Cheeseheads. Cheeseheads. Get on your feet. It's Curd and Long. Hosted by Sparky Fighter and Ryan Horvath. Yeah, me, John. Um, I'll do a great start here in Atlanta. They took him eighth overall in the, in the draft. Much to the consternation of the draft mix, who believe taking a running back that high is, uh, you know, not something you're supposed to do anymore. But he can catch it out of the backfield. He can line up at a lot of different spots. And he's a nightmare in the open field. Yeah, you know, and a lot of people, I, I, I was – Curious, I guess, to see how they were going to use Tyler Algier because, you know, I feel like a lot of people thought he might be the forgotten man, but he broke their rookie rushing record and had over 1,200 yards on the ground, scored two touchdowns yesterday. You still have Patterson. I know he was inactive for week one. How do you see it playing out with all three running backs? Is it just going to be who has the hot hand, or uh, how do you uh, use all them? Because last year they had three running backs inside the top 20 as far as efficiency in Arthur Smith's system. Yeah, well, there's going to be enough carries to go around because uh, the passing attack is uh, not not there with Desmond Ritter, even though he was 15 or 18, but uh, was just for 118 yards. So he's checking down a lot. So uh, Algier had 15 carries. Um, Bijan had 10, and you know, and there'll be some more for Patterson when he's there. They're going to run the football here in Atlanta uh, while they're trying to develop Desmond Ritter as a passer. So yeah, they'll be. I don't know if it's going to, you know, Algier's going to be leading all the time with the carries, but uh, there's certainly enough to go around. D, what about Desmond Ritter? We, we, Packers just played Justin Fields, and Ryan Horvath uh, talked about how Justin Fields is kind of a one-read quarterback at this point, kind of uh, stares down his his first option uh, at this point. What about Desmond Ritter? Yeah, Desmond, uh, Desmond could read it. He'll move it around, um, but he's trying to lean on – Drake London, uh, that was his go-to guy when he started the last four games uh, uh, last year. But the one good thing he has done is he, he's taken care of the ball. He hasn't thrown an interception in his first five starts, but they don't let him push it up the field much either. So we, we uh, teams are going to come up and sit on that short stuff, and at some point he's going to have to start pushing the ball down the field. D, I do a uh, sports betting show. One of my favorite bets was actually Atlanta over eight and a half wins. I feel like they're being slept on. They have the second easiest schedule in the NFC. But the reason I like them, we all know about the offense and Arthur Smith, but they spent the fourth most money, I want to say, in free agency on the defensive side of the ball. We saw that a little bit with the improved secondary yesterday with Jesse Bates. What are your uh, thoughts on the defense? Can they make that next step? You know, uh, what do you think about their week one performance? Yeah, they. Uh, I totaled it up uh, just the starters, and I had to throw Trey Flowers in there that they acquired in free agency. It was like a hundred and thirty-two point five million built on uh, on defensive starters who opened the season against Carolina. Uh, the big one up front for me is David Onyemata. He was a force. He pushed the pocket. Uh, Khalid Campbell. Uh, you know, the older guy, he got just $7 million. Uh, Bud Dupree was over there. But, yeah, the big one was Jesse Bates, who came up with the two interceptions and the uh, and the uh, um, forced fumble there. Uh, Caden Ellis, the linebackers got to do a little bit better in the run game, though. They gave up 154 yards, uh, 4.8 a carry, and that's not going to get it done. But uh, they, got, they can tighten it up. On the defensive side of the ball, they didn't get the rush going like they want. Only two sacks and seven quarterback hits. So it was a good way to, um, you know, go start to the season. 
a good baseline for them to set. But, yeah, they got plenty of work to do on both sides of the ball. When you look at the offensive side of the ball, Desmond Ritter is young. Uh, obviously, Bijan's a rookie. Uh, Drake London is young. Algier is young, his second year. Uh, how much of these guys they brought in on the defensive side of the ball, like Calais Campbell, I saw a video of him in the locker room after the game. How much has their leadership really come into play on this team? Well, you know, they got uh, um, it, it, uh, it's coming through it a lot. They automatically made Jesse Bates the captain, and all the linemen, defensive linemen, just uh, – lay at the feet of Calais Camel, and he doesn't mind telling him all his sports stories as a 37-year-old in the, in the National Football League. And then on the offensive side of the ball, they, they have Jake Matthews, who's in his 10th year, made his 145th start yesterday. So Jake kind of leads by example on that side of the ball. And, uh, you know, they know Bijan special, so they're going to groom him to probably eventually be one of the leaders. And uh, Drake London and Kyle Pitts, you know, they're very mature young guys, too. So the leadership is, you know, uh, being provided by new people on the defensive side and the old person, Jake Matthews, on the offensive side of the ball. What do you think realistic expectations for Atlanta this season are? Do you know, is, is it them winning 10 games, maybe making the playoffs? Or do you think maybe they can go on a run? Because nobody's really going to run away with the NFC, and I know everybody's really hyping up the Saints. But I feel like we've done this the last couple of years with the Saints, and they haven't lived up to expectations. What do you think realistic expectations for this team are here in 2023? Yeah, I think it's a, the, 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 the floor is a return to respectability. Get, get on the winning side of it. You got five straight losing uh, records, um, you know, five consecutive seasons of, uh, you know, being under 500. So get, get on the other side of 500 at the baseline. Now the ceiling is, hey, can you get to 11? Uh, maybe probably 12 wins isn't reasonable. But 10, 11 wins and, and uh, maybe, you know, get the wild card spot or even take over the NFC South. You know, those would be the ceilings for this Atlanta Falcons team. It's not a, it's not a tough schedule, uh, and, but you got to learn how to win games like they did last year. They would they would blow those leads. We know about their recent history of blowing leads, so they got to uh, you know learn how to close the door on teams, and they did that yesterday against the Panthers. You know, in Green Bay, there is a relationship still between Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers. Uh, that has been discussed. Rodgers wishing him luck uh, before, uh, you know, uh, the preseason and week one and all of that stuff. Matt Ryan, Desmond Ritter weren't there, obviously, necessarily together uh, at that point. But I, I thought I read that Matt Ryan had come back and is, is still kind of around the Atlanta organization. Is there a relationship between those two guys? Uh, yes, there is. Matt's in town. He still lives in Buckhead. He's doing his uh, uh, work with CBS Sports and hoping that his phone will still ring. I'm still... He doesn't, he's not ready to retire, and we're hearing uh, Julio Jones doesn't want to retire yet either, but you know, it might be the end of the road for both of those guys. But, yeah, he's been out to practice and uh, made himself available to Ritter. And also, Max Schaub has been at practice. And really? Made himself available to Desmond Ritter also. So, yeah, that quarterback fraternity is rallying around him and trying to help him as he, find, as he tries to find his way in the National Football League. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. 
you've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. That's yeah, awesome. I'm a big Kyle Pitts fan, and uh, you know I know there's like a lot of fantasy owners because he doesn't always get the red zone uh, targets and he doesn't score ten touchdowns a season that are kind of out on Kyle Pitts. But you get to see him every single day, and you cover the team, obviously. Well, you know, do you think if Atlanta could do it again, they would take Kyle Pitts that high? And how do you think he fits in this Arthur Smith offense? Yeah, um, I, I, I'm not sure because Demar Case was there. Uh, you had uh, Penny Soul. And uh, it was explained to me that, you know, so is going to play 70 plays a game for the next 10 years. Uh, Kyle Pitts is going to maybe get, get 10, 15, uh, you know, targets. Uh, you know, that's high. That many, right? But, uh, you know, so, yeah, you know, they, they wanted offensive weapons. He's a weapon. They're going to try to make a go of it here with the new quarterback. But, uh, yeah, I think realistically you got to think, hey, maybe, uh, you know, maybe you should have took the lineman there. Dear Orlando, what about Arthur Smith? Uh, I, he seems like a leader of men from the outside looking in with a couple press conferences I've heard and so forth. What would you say is his biggest strength? What do you, would you say is his biggest weakness? Yeah, I, um, Coach Art, we, we, uh, we had our sparring bouts over the first three years. We're in a good place uh, now. And uh, I think, he's, uh, you know, the offensive prowess is there. He's going to scheme up something to get, get people open, definitely in the run game. Want to see him uh, put a passing attack with it. That's what I want uh, to – the, the, the thing that we're used to seeing around here from uh, from Matt Ryan's with uh, Dirk Cutter and Mike Malarkey and Kyle Shanahan. But, uh, yeah, so he's a run guy. He needs to work on his passing game. And he really learned a lot from Joe Gibbs when he first started with the uh, Washington football team. And, and he tries to do a lot of things like the uh, old Washington team did with uh, Joe Gibbs and so forth. So and that's all solid football, fundamentally sound, run game, play good defense. And uh, that's the way he's trying to build his football team. But I, I think in today's league, he's going to have to throw the ball at some point. So I need to see him put a passing attack, some kind of passing attack together. I don't care if it's a bunch of screen passes and occasional nine route in there. But he's got a, he's got the weapons to, to, to get out and get open. He's got to figure out how to get the ball to him. 